0: she
1: Hey everyone and welcome back to Demon Slayer Chronicles, a weekly popped off podcast where each and every episode we go through every episode of the anime alongside the characters, lore, and so much more. I am your host Andrew Nimsgaard, and I have James Graham and Dylan Beal with me today. How is quarantine treating you guys so far?
2: It's treating me fairly well. Um, I feel like I'm pretty well suited to this lifestyle. Like I, I'm a, I'm a homebody, so like this this is fine for me. I go out big and do big shopping trips anyway, so I'm I'm chilling. This is my lifestyle as soon as I finish
0: school, and it's been the same. So, I mean, like, this is new. This, nothing is new to me. I'm just I'm continuing to live the same life I've been living. I just have an yeah. excuse not to go to the gym now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I miss. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm a homebody through and through. Like, I can sit here and play video games for three months straight and be okay and do the podcast and all that kind of stuff. But the gym is the one thing I do miss, and I eat way more food. So I go through food faster, which means I have to spend more money. Which is also a really big problem. But I also am dating. When we're recording this episode, we're in the middle of pandemic right now. This is the COVID nineteen thing. We are recording this in March, and things are rough. But Dylan, what do you got to say? And
2: I was gonna say that as well. Like, hey, uh, disclaimer: this this is recorded at the end of March.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right when things are really bad. But. Things will get better. Hopefully, maybe by the time we finish recording all these episodes, we'll be out of quarantine. Who knows? But that's time to end this episode. But let's actually jump into the rigmarole so we can talk about the episode you guys are here to listen us talk
2: about. If you love listening to us, make sure that you tell your friends all about us and leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on.
0: Yeah, and if you have any additional uh, suggestions for segments, questions, comments, concerns, or if you're listening to this episode in the future and want to tell us how you spent quarantine, let us know over on Twitter at popped underscore off,
1: or you can email us at contact at poppedoff.com. With that, let's jump into episode 10, Together Forever. As Yahaba slash Arrow, which I'm calling him from here on out, um, starts to disintegrate, he tries to take Tanjiro down with him, pummeling him with arrows. Tanjiro has to continually use moves to soften the impacts on trees and walls just to stay alive. Ero finally dies, but Tanjiro is so weak and hurt that he can only crawl towards a fight between Suzumaru slash Tamari and Nezuko. Thanks to the medicine from Tamayo, uh, Nezuko's leg has grown back, but she's gotten strong enough naturally, not thanks to the healing, to be able to now kick the Tamari back and forth without being hurt. Tamari is about to blast all six of her Tamaris at once, but Tamiyo asks if she knows how big of a coward Muzan is, since he has programmed all demons with instincts to kill each other rather than team up so that they can't band together to overtake him. This enrages Tamari, and she does not notice that Tamio casts a spell that weakens brain function. Um, Tamari says Muzan's name, which enraged, while enraged, which triggers a curse where giant arms burst from her body explode her head and ultimately kill her. They learn that, um, that both of them were too weak and were not part of the 12 Kazuki. Tamiyo, however, still takes some of tomorrow's blood for future research. Tanjiro returns to the house to find the other three in the basement to keep Nez- uh, Nezuko away from the sunlight while she's hugging Tamiyo and rubbing Yushiro's head as she sees them as human. Tamiyo starts crying and thanks Nezuko for seeing them as humans and offers for Nezuko to stay with them so that they can protect her as it's obviously not safe to be traveling with a demon hunter. Nezuko goes back to Tanjiro and grabs his hand, and Nezuko says that they're going to stay together and continue to travel and never leave each, side, um, leave each other's side. Um, Tamiyo and Yoshiro plan to leave the area as it's too close to Muzan, and now that they know he they're there, Tanjiro leaves as well. A crow appears to direct him to the southeast. While trying to quiet him down, he runs into a blonde boy, the, the blonde boy from Final Selection, who is begging a woman to marry him. And that is where Episode 10, Together Forever, ends. So we get the final half of the fight. We get introduced to the blonde boy a little bit at the end. We see that Nezgo and them are traveling back together. What are your thoughts on the episode? End of the fight, you feeling good?
2: I, I have questions. I have I have oh, I have burning no. questions. That's not good. That's No, it's good. good. It's good. It's good. One, um does Muzan lie to all the demons? Like all his top demons just say they're Kisaki? like is he lying to all of them or is this just a one-off thing they're
1: definitely lying Uh, i think they're definitely lying to these two yeah
2: number two um is muzan's curse the same for everyone or is it just the big arms just because her her demon power was arms is it different for everyone if it was the 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 arrow guy with the arrows like just like shoot and hit him in the eyes and kill him like i i want to know these things like because like i think it's cool it's interesting they could be different things it's exciting
1: so I think to the first one like I said I think they definitely the these two demons just lied because it seems like it's a well-known thing that the numbers are tattooed on the eyes so that'd be a really hard thing to lie about to every single demon if they ever ran into a real one No no
2: no no I meant I meant uh, did 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 Muzan lie to them cuz like you don't necessarily have like you don't know right like I guess, but would they, like, tell each other, like, oh, your ta- eyes
0: are
1: tattooed, what are you talking
2: about? Well, like, yeah, so,
0: like, not, not even so much that, but, like, how do they get the eye tattoos? Like, would it be from M- Muzen? Like, would it be, like, would they just manifest? You know what I mean? And, like,
1: the two of them... And they don't always just see them on their eyeball, either. So, like, everyone just has to take it at word, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, because
2: so it, it, normally yeah. demons don't, like, group up together. They're normally yeah, solo true. anyways.
0: Yeah, good point. Hmm.
2: I've got oh. questions.
1: That's a good question. The second one is going to be... I think it's more Like the arms May not necessarily Be the same For every single one But the disintegration Of cells Is I think The really big thing So maybe how They do that May be different For every yeah. yeah. Based on their powers But in the end The curse is ultimately That he kills Yeah the yeah No no I, I totally that agree is on same. that the same but how it appears may be different. Yeah, I can see, so that's I a can, really good question. I can see as
0: well. that being different. Yeah, no, no. I like that. I like that it it has like a different I hope p- it's different. That'd be really cool if it was based on everyone's powers. Yeah. I'd really like that. No, no, I totally agree. I like that.
2: I like that. Oh then idea. then I wanna just theorycraft every single like the blood art demon that we see and just be like, Alright, well how how would he how would he die to Muzan's curse? How would he? Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: like with the arrow guy, his arrows are just so sort of he probably rip him limb from limb, and then he disintegrates. Oh, the
2: the the emo e boy dude. Um, the way that would happen is the water would just suck him in, and then like close or something.
1: Yeah, there could be some cool mm. ones. Give me some really cool ones. I think that's a really good idea. But then also what we do learn, like we talked about a couple episodes when we first were introduced to Yoshiro and Tamiyo is that they said they had lifted the curse. And now we know what the curse is, is that if you say their name, which also understands why the emo boy was so afraid to talk about Muzan, because obviously he knows if he talks, he's going to die. Yeah. So it's worth for him just to attack in a suicidal attack rather than speak because you're dying either way. And one way looks a lot more painful than getting your head cut off. Yeah. Um. So that was a big thing. So we finally learned more about the curse, which is a really interesting thing. And obviously a big road mo- bump for Tanjiro, because obviously how are you going to learn about where someone is if, you can't ask no, nobody's it Nobody's going to
0: say the dude's name. He's not going to They know. die either way.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? It's not instant death, so maybe they can get information down the road before a demon, like, as a demon's about to die anyways, he might give information because they're probably going to die anyways. But that's a really interesting road bump that most times, you like, you just capture one of the thugs and start beating him up, saying, so tell me where your boss is. You can't do that as much here because they probably don't know, and they probably can't say it without dying. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, like I don't know, like
0: is this is this one of those unique cases where like Muzon was just there to, to like to order them, or does Muzon, like have like people to tell people to go play places? Like, what's the chain of command? Like, I mean, there's a lot. Like the, in, the like the demon infrastructure is like it seems pretty loose. Unknown. Yeah, like yeah. like we know we know they don't usually group up, but that's it. You know what I mean? Do do the 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 twelve Kazuki like order them like down do they have individual sex there's a bunch of different stuff that we don't really we don't really know about them yet right so yeah
1: that's really true um the i'm sorry i just had oh and then kind of going back to another point with on the same line of demons as we learn again that nezgo's demon strength isn't where it is at max we've learned she and growing thing we learned that she had incredible power but we see her literally like you so much so that you sheer ass like did you do something said no she just naturally got stronger We see that as kind of part of it is because she wants to protect now and obviously that kind of protection instinct made her want to fight harder but her strength literally went up that she could win from getting her leg kicked off to being able to kick it back. So do we think Nez goes at her for full strength? Do we think that she may transform more too because we see demons transform as they eat more humans? Do we think Nezgo is gonna transform with more sleep?
2: sleep? N- n- no, I, I. Yeah, well, just over time. I, I don't think she's gonna inherently transform. I think this is just Kaioken, and I think she she has multiple levels. What is that? Can you explain that? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> Dragon Ball. It's, don't worry about it, Andrew. The view, the listeners know. The listeners will understand. She's Kaioken now. Uh, she's gonna go Super Saiyan fairly soon, though. I, I can feel it.
1: All right, I guess I, I. I mean, i almost have to move on to this conversation. Just explain, just explain, okay, quickly. It's
2: just power level. It's just you went up a power level.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's it, it. So, like, so gonna, she's like someone that can't just choose to go up a level, or yeah, no? It's like, exactly. it's well, like a...
2: they, they can kind of choose, but you also have to like really will it. It's it's okay. compl- it's complicated. Yeah. And it so takes like, several I mean, episodes to do.
0: But I mean, in this case, like it wasn't so much. Like, like, again, we go back into the whole Nezuko sees these people as humans. She wants to protect them. That's the that's the willing it of the, uh, you know, of Nezuko's can. Like, I mean, it's more of like a protection instinct more than a, like, oh, I just want to be stronger to beat the shit out of somebody. You know what I mean? Like, so far, all of Nezuko's fights have been, like, protection-based. To protect Hanjiro. Yeah, to protect Hanjiro, protect somebody he's already protecting. They're all escort quests, man. She's having a rough go. They all suck. Like, she's... But I mean, like, yeah, now she's, like, She's not only like juiced up and like regenerated. She's like, like she just blew the limiter wide open, dude. She blew the scanner up. Like, like this is like, it goes all powered up right now. And then powered down, yeah. I guess. She powers down and she. Did. But like the weird BDIs. thing and then it the eyes, and then like scoots around. But like this, so the big thing is too. She doesn't. She doesn't sleep to recover after this either. I mean, she gets a lot of sleep and probably like walking around in the box. She was falling
1: asleep standing up though. Remember right. that? Like right at, as like they after the blood the blood already been activated and like tenji was covering his mouth you could see Nezuko in the background like literally like going yeah like, like she's gonna fall asleep standing up so obviously it still takes a toll on her and she'll go back she went back in the box and was sleeping yeah Tanjiro tried talking to her and obviously she was just passed out
0: yeah so but
1: so do you think nezgo should have stayed with tamio and yishiro like obviously it's more fun to have her with but like she's just the thing like as a good brother like do you think it would make sense to, for her to stay with them or do no, no, absolutely not. She's
2: she's incredibly strong. I mean, I, we've seen she's super strong cuz like given these aren't Kizuki demons or anything, they're still really strong and like she's like going toe to toe with them and they're like who who is this person? Like I I think I think, you know, she she deserves she's fighting alongside Tanjiro.
0: Yeah. I mean, like
2: it would be it would be kind of fun to get like a split off like two story arcs and you
0: follow both characters. Like I think that would be like an interesting little spin. But like I mean, the 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 big overall thing arcing theme of the show was like family and stuff like that so i think it would be i think it would just totally screw with the show if you if you split them up you know what i mean
1: yeah no i agree and i I agree bringing them with and obviously tanjiro needs her like we've seen her already been saved by her multiple times so you don't want to really leave her behind um because otherwise you're probably gonna die because yes you have good smelling but i can already save you so many times like
0: i mean yeah she's like like you got you got to kind of wonder like where they're at on like the like the toe to toe scale between the two of them. Like, are they even? I mean, after this episode, I'm like, eh, Nezuko could probably beat the shit out of Tanjiro. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but like, yeah, it's it's kind of it's interesting to see like how she's growing because she's not growing by any traditional demon means. You know what I mean? She's like she's like a thousand percent an outlier, right? Like, it's not just like a oh, there's been like this recorded case that was kind of like what Nezuko's going through now and something happened, it's, like, this, like, she's totally off everybody's radar. Like, nobody's used to this, right? It, it, Do you think the pair... Oops, are gone. No, and I was just going to say, too, like, tamiyo's clearly been, like, a, like, a rogue demon for a while. So, like, I mean, she probably would have picked up on something like this happening similar. Because, I mean, she took, how long was it? 200 years to eventually be able to, like, to learn how to convert Yashiro. So, I mean, like, that's a long time to, like, see if something like the one of these cases popped up as well, right?
1: So yeah um do you, you think that the pair of them can take down one of the 12 is um kazuki right now or do you think we're gonna have a training montage like obviously these two weren't even ranked like if we were to if they were to fight someone tomorrow let's say the 12th or 11th right do you think that they have something or do you think there's gonna be more time or people with them are taking they, they, they
2: need more i mean they needed um you know two other demons to help them mm, uh, yeah. defeat them and like stand toe-to-toe because they were so strong like if they weren't there they would have just gotten blasted easily i think so
0: well i mean like you wouldn't they wouldn't have been able to even see the arrows right like that's the thing right like that was like that oh a, that's true right I,
1: that's i forget about that like how big of an advantage i give and Jiro, and how much he still almost died because of that.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? So, I think, yeah, like, I mean, it was effectively a four-on-two, and they, like, barely made it, right? So, um, and, like, I mean, they they kind of, they kind of, like, I don't want to say they, like, they screwed with the parameters of the fight, but, I mean, they basically got, like, a handicap, you know what I mean? With the, with the curse and everything like that, because we, like, we didn't, the, like, nobody actually finished off the Tamari Demon. The Tamari That's Demon true. finished off herself, right? But with with oh go ahead sorry no no it was
2: a different topic so go ahead
0: okay no and like with T- the tamari demon dying too we get to see good old good old wholesome tanjiro being a nice guy and like
2: moving no, the ball he wa- over he, he, so so i actually wanted to talk about that because when oh y- did you Eno okay was dying i wanted him to do it like because because she was like she was like laid xp to or whatever i was like oh tanji gonna like lay next to her or, like, give her, like, some sort of support. Like, he did that, that mutated demon where he, like, held its hand or whatever. And he kind of just, like, stood there and stared at her. I was, like... Well, he couldn't move very much. No, but still, like, I was hoping that, like, he would, like, do something to, like... Because, like, I, I, I felt like there was this, like, ongoing theme, at least in the beginning, of, like... Oh, Tanjiro's, like, really empathizing with these demons. And he's, like, kind of connecting with them. And, like, we're starting to really understand that they're, they're, they're victims... Like all these, the demons aren't inherently bad. They're just victims, um, and so I was hoping for something there, and we didn't quite get it.
0: I mean, uh, yeah. So like, it wasn't so much that he was like, I and mean, like, I don't know. Why, I don't know why I expected him like initially to be like, you know, pissed off or angry, like f- like following the end of the fight, because it's just not really his character. But like again, you got to think that like, Tanjiro is much like a huge outlier as much as his sister is. Where I'm sure a lot of other demon slayers after a fight like that would be, like, like the, the ashes of the, the remaining demon would be, like, stomped into the ground, or Tanjiro just kind of stands there and kind of takes it in. I do agree, though, that there was this, like, it felt like there was this initial theme of him almost, like, you know, giving them all their last rites in some sort of, in one way or another. But, like, now he's just, like, our boy's getting a little colder, you know what I mean? <laughs> like...
2: Yeah, and I mean that, I... Because I, I, it's a realistic thing, like, like, um don't get me wrong, like, I think that kind of slight turn is very intentional... Um, but it's something I wasn't expecting. I do think it's very intentional. I don't think it's like a a misstep on like uh, the writers or anything. I think I think this is an intentional step. Like you were saying, he's just becoming colder. Um, but I thought they would have taken it in a different direction.
1: All right. Oh yeah, and and with the tomorrow, like I guess I I didn't expect too much. I didn't expect it to be a heartfelt moment with every single demon he slayed. So I guess I wasn't expecting much more than that. But I, I can understand what where you're the point you're getting at there about expecting a little bit more, but. I guess I didn't feel like I was missing something by not getting that. And I guess the one last thing we talked about before we move the top of the week and all that is going to be... We learn, we get a new character, kind of. We learned about this blonde kid at the final selection. We learned back then he was pretty much upset he survived because now I he believe he's going to die out of the world. And now we stumble into him begging a girl to marry him. Mood. Dylan, I guess it's hard Big for me <laughs> James to talk about a little bit. But, like,
2: impressions of the character. Like... Are you gonna like this character? Are you excited to get more of him? Where are you feeling about it? Um, I so far I don't like him, uh, because he's like that that like super scared like whiny kid or whatever. And I don't really like characters like that. Like I they we brought this up in a couple earlier episodes of like. Tandra wasn't, like, a whiny shonen character. And I was like, hell yeah, that rules. I hate whiny shonen characters. But, like... Guess what? Yeah, this (laughs) kid is just super whiny. That's his whole thing. And, like, he's gonna have to have some redeeming qualities. Um, And, like, I'm I'm turning... I'm purposely... uh, We're also on a video call when we record these audio episodes. I'm turning away from it, so I don't see their reaction. um, Because I don't want them to spoil anything for me. But I want this kid to be sick. I want him to be, like, whiny and snivelly. But also, when, like, shit gets real, he just, like... He just like pulls it out and he like does some stuff.
1: Yeah, so it'll be, obviously he's in the intro and outro, so we're going to be getting more of him. I think that may might be a spoiler if you guys have never watched the intro or the outro of the show, but he's in the intro and outro, so obviously we get a lot more of him. So I'm very excited for you to see more about him.
2: I think it is really crazy though that we see so many characters you, in, in yes, the intro. You see so much. Yeah, in we, the intro we and see outro. so much in the intro, and I'm like. I'm waiting for, like, the, the, the crew to form. Like, I'm ready for, like, the this crew, whole crew. Yeah. And for them to, like, the roll over and start killing a bunch of demons. And we, they just, like, really never show up. And we're, like, this is episode 10. through. We're to episode 10. This, this is, halfway yeah. through. like, normally we would get a different opener at this point um, for, for <laughs> yeah, most <that's>, anime. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think it's it's interesting. It, it It definitely leaves me, like, excited to see what happens with them.
0: Yep. and I think that starts rolling. I, I think it's a, a big overarching theme that I think we've talked about almost every episode is that there's always something that makes you more excited for like what's coming down the line. We talked about it with like the twelve Ashira, or not the twelve Ashira, sorry, the twelve Kazuki, where we know that there's this this big, you know, like force of people that eventually need to be taken out. Um, we know all these characters are in the show, but we have no what we haven't seen, and we just seen the first one now, right? Um, and I mean, like we have seen ones that have kind of like come and gone in like, training arcs and stuff like that, like a Rokodaki and all, and, the, you know, the two, the two kids and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's, like, a small sliver of the opener, right? Um And then, again, we are, like, the the grand goal of trying to get Nezuko back into a human. Like, there's, there's so much to look forward to, and we're already halfway through. So it's just, like, but nobody's complaining. That's the best part. Nobody's upset about why, like, how we're at where we're at, and there's still so much more to look forward to.
1: For sure. It'll be interesting. I'm, these next couple episodes, I remember them vividly there. They get really fun, and I'm really looking forward to talking about these next couple episodes and obviously seeing your reactions to learning new characters and all that kind of stuff, Dylan. So to, to it's only going to get go up from here from here. That's the one thing I'll spoil, that this show gets even better somehow. Yeah. But with that, let's move into our topic of the week, and let's talk about the show so far, specifically the fights. So last week we talked about kind of the action – Comedy aspect of it, but this time I want to look at the fight specifically and compare them to other animes. So we've seen what three fights now we've seen the f- giant monster in the f- um forest, we've seen emo boy, and then we've seen arrow slash tamari. Compare that to the first couple three fights of other animes you watch, and whether you want to be One Piece, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. Do you feel like these are better fights, worse fights, about the same? Just in general, what do you guys think about the fights in the show so far?
2: Dylan, you want to start? Yeah, I think the animation is beautiful. I really like the animation. Uh, we we bring up his like water stances all the time. I love them. I I really like that style. I think it's really good. Um, in terms of like fight into, inju- was what, what am I trying? Intuitivity. What's what? How do you pronounce that word? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, like, like uniqueness of the fight. Integrity? No, not oh, in, no. integrity. Yeah. Um, Inge- ingenuity.
1: ingenuity. 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 That's what ingenuity. I was looking for. Big words for Bill. I
2: don't feel like it's anything super special. Like, like, if I wanted fights that like go really weird directions and are crazy, have crazy powers, I would watch JoJo's. If I wanted to see people just blast each other with super hard things, I would watch DBZ. This is like in a weird middle zone. Um, and I don't hate I don't I definitely don't hate it, but I don't think the fights are anything like crazy unique. They're good, don't get me wrong, they're good and I like to watch them but I, you know I, I don't get I, I don't get thrown over the top with them quite yet. So I kind of I
0: kind of approach this this topic and like I mean this is kind of a broader topic so it, we, I think we kind of interpreted it all a little differently because we're Dylan's looking at it from like an ingenuity standpoint. I look at it from a quality standpoint and my standard is the final fight of Sword of the Stranger, and I compare pretty much every fight to that. It is it's considered one of the like the the, the masterpieces of like any anime, um, and I always compare every fight I watch to see if it kind of holds up to it. Um, I don't want to sit here and say that they're all as good as that, but they do like they 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 all these fights, including like the the minor one with the swamp one, which we kind of talked about, wasn't like our most favorite. I, I know it definitely wasn't Dylan's at least. Um, they also—they all feel really, really good. Like they're—they're they're, they're holding to the standard that I hold them at, which is great. I love that they don't feel overdrawn. Don't get me wrong, I love DBZ, but I hate when fights go on for like six, seven episodes. Um. And they don't feel like overdone or like, or not overdone, but like done too quick that you're like, I never really got a full feel for like the villain, the hero. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's, they're all hitting that sweet spot of, I like can as properly assess where everybody's at and how like the main character depicts how to win. So
1: I've been happy. Yeah. And then for me, kind of looking at it, it's, they're not my favorite fights ever so far like to this point like i said i really enjoyed the show i absolutely love the show um seeing it multiple times through now and for me what definitely keeps me coming back is the animation i think the actual quality of the fights are incredible how it looks but it's definitely more about the animation than that there's never many times where i'm just staring at a screen like holy shit i can't believe that just happened it's definitely like I could watch this scene over and over again and always notice little details here or how he does the water motion and all that. I think it's definitely the animation that makes these fights so good that if these water effects, whether they show or not, that these would just be pretty normal fights. But how they animate it and make it look so good is what elevates them up to these great tiers. And yeah, the fights are always a little different and the powers are very cool and that helps with all of it. But I really think it's the animation that makes these from just okay fights. To really good fights, and these first couple ones have been really good. But I feel like there's been other fights in the first couple of episodes, or even just Karen comparing it all to My Hero, another show we talk about a lot. That I haven't had any My Hero fights yet. That there's not moments I'm like, this is just has me on the edge of seat. Like, what's going to happen? That's the one thing that I'm missing so far is I have not been on the edge of seat, worried about Tanjiro's fight. It's like I always know Tanjiro's getting hurt. But I've never felt the worry of anyone dying. And maybe that's because we're so early on in the show that they're not gonna kill anyone off, especially when we know so few characters. But I just haven't got that next step that right now they're just good fights. or not like I need to show this fight to someone that hasn't seen anime because it's that good yet.
2: I, I think my benchmark for it um, is is am I gonna watch this? Am I gonna watch this fight on YouTube after I come home uh, drinking on yep. the bars? If I come home drunk and I want to watch the fight on YouTube, it's a good fight. Which I've had those with DBZ. I've had those with My Hero. Um, but I haven't. We fe- haven't had that yet. I haven't had that yet, and I think that's my metric. And I'm waiting for one of those.
0: Yeah, that's yep. that's very fair. Yeah. But we are only only 10 episodes in, so... Yeah. I mean, I'm not upset that we haven't had that yet. I feel like... No, I'm not upset either. I'm not worried worried
2: about not having it. I'm just anticipating and excited about when it's going to happen, because I know there's going to be some of those out there.
1: Mm, Absolutely, yeah. I definitely agree. But I think with that, I'm going to hand it over to you, Dylan.
2: Here's a Taisho secret. It's constantly referred to in the show of uh, Tandro. He's the kid with the Hadafuda earrings. Um, Hana literally means flower, Fuda means cards Um, and do you know who the number one seller of these cards are in Japan? It's Nintendo because Nintendo used to be an actual uh, card company. That was their number one thing and they still make cards in Japan. So these cards are basically, they're a little bit smaller, um, but they're used to play a number of different games in Japan. And on his on his, uh, on his earrings in particular, the card that he has looks like a sun that's coming up in the Chinese version of Demon Slayer, it's actually censored because it looks very similar uh, to the Rising Sun uh, flag of Japan, which is imperial. That's always what I thought which, it was which, based w- which is imperial Japan. Which, to put it in context of us as Westerners, that would be kind of like if his earrings were German swastikas. It's uh, kind of uh, it's a little iffy.
0: But so, but in the period they're in right now. It's, it makes total sense it, it, it
2: makes total sense in the period yeah. that they're in um just because that was a common symbol and everything so it's it's totally kosher there it's fine it's but kosher, like, yeah <laughs> but but like the reason uh but yeah they change it in the Chinese version because it does look like the Imperial Japanese flag
1: yeah which I always thought it was a derivative of yeah that. obviously absolutely. much farther back in the past so to me I'm like oh I can definitely tell where they recognize is and that it makes sense that it's a Japanese flag Kind of thing that it's a probably a symbol that's common in Japan. Yeah,
2: because it's a land of the rising sun.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I like that. That's cool. I, I never knew what the earrings were. I, I, I they kind were of been waiting for this sh- like, Yeah, yeah they, I've always been cards. waiting for this show to tell me what they mean.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, because because it's it's a common thing. It's like uh, if you had like a gunslinger character who had like the like an, the Ace of Diamonds uh, earrings, you go, oh, that's weird. He has like a playing card His earrings, but like I kind of understand what that is. Hmm. it's like one of those cultural things that's like kind of like understood but that's why we have these taisho secrets so i can dig up those cultural things and bring them to you guys right from reddit hey that one this one was not from reddit i actually looked it up and and i had to very carefully avoid spoilers because there is spoilers around it somehow i avoided them though
1: Uh, i'm I'm sure yeah that's (laughs) probably the most researched reason of why that'd be coming up right now but again another great secret dylan and thank you so much for those but i think with that we're gonna be wrapping up episode 10 of demon
2: slayer chronicles
0: yeah so make sure to tell all your friends about the demon slayer chronicles podcast hit us with that five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to as well
2: and make sure you check out pop.com and twitter.com slash pops underscore for all the content that we do we do a ton of it so check it out there
1: But again, thank you for listening and supporting, and we hope to see you back here next Wednesday.